In my last episode, I did a cover of a song called Mother Lover by Lonely Planet. And my God, did I hit those high notes. Holy shit, that really was a treat for the senses. So in keeping with that, I want to talk a little about Archilochus. Archilochus was a Greek poet from about 1500 years ago. I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's either Archilochus or Archilochus. But Archilochus sounds too much like a herbivorous dinosaur. So I'm going to go with Archilochus. And what has me thinking and talking about Archilochus is a quote that I originally heard from a guy called James Clear, who wrote a great book I haven't read called Atomic Habits. And his quote was basically a bastardization of Archilochus's quote. So I'm going to start with James Clear's version, which is, you don't rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. And what he was paraphrasing, or I don't know why he changed it, but anyway, he did. The original, well, I'm sure the original was in Greek, given that Archilochus was Greek, but I have the English translation, which goes, we don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. And there's something I fucking love about that. And in keeping with, in keeping with a fighting analogy, say, we don't rise to the level of our expectations, we fall to the level of our training. So... A lot of people think they can fight. A lot of people who have never trained and who've never even been in fights think that somehow magically they'd be able to handle themselves against somebody who has been trained. It's a weird, weird, weird phenomenon, but it exists. Anyway, those people might have it in their head that they could beat somebody up, some a professional martial artist that they see in the UFC. I'd fucking take him. He's shite. Okay. But in reality, what would happen if you had those two guys inside an octagon and you locked the doors behind them and the ref said, fight? Well, the guy who thought he would win won't rise to the level of the occasion. He won't rise to his expectations. He'll fall to the level of his training. And if his training has been non-existent, he's just going to get wiped out immediately. 15 seconds, 20 max. Okay, you're just going to be put out of your fucking misery, basically. Okay, and... To go from at that to go with that to go with a completely different analogy. To me, at least, it's very similar to the idea of wanting to lose weight. So you have this goal in your head. You have this expectation that by this summer you're going to have a six pack, or by this summer you're going to be five sizes smaller, or by next summer you're going to. It doesn't matter. Whatever your goal is, maybe it's to fit into those jeans you used to love, or maybe it's to I don't fucking know. Whatever it is, but you have some sort of a goal, some sort of an expectation in your brain, okay? But for the most part, we don't realise these things. We don't realise these goals. And the reason for that is because we don't rise to our expectations. We fall to the level of our training. And I'm going to stretch this a little bit further and give you my version of it, which is you won't eat what you say you're going to eat. You'll eat what's in your fridge. And there's something to that. And I've, I've spoken about this before, this idea of making the decision once. So instead of having your fridge full of chocolate or having your presses full of biscuits or sweets or crisps or whatever it is, instead of you having to not eat that stuff whenever you're in the house, instead of basically living in perpetual, oh, I'm not going to eat that, oh, I'm not going to eat that, oh, I'm not going to eat that, I'm not going to eat that, I'm going to sit in my fucking hands, I'm not going to eat that. Instead of doing that constantly, don't buy the shit in the first place. Or if it does come in the door, get it, get rid of it the fuck. Throw it in the fucking bin for all I care. Give it to a friend. Throw it in a ditch, I don't care. Get rid of it to fuck. Because if it's in the house, you'll eat it. Or at least if you're anything like me, you'll eat it. Now, moving away from Archilochus, or Archilochus, his dinosaur equivalent, I want to talk about dieting slightly. Because it's something that I want to fucking sort out. Because my diet's shit. 
and it's not even that my diet. My diet is actually pretty decent. I don't, I don't eat shitty foods generally, but I have uh, what people call a sweet tooth. Now, I'm going to make the case that there's no such thing as having a sweet tooth. I'm going to make the case that there's only such a thing as having a sugar addiction, and I have a sugar addiction, and. Uh, I'm going to do another podcast entirely devoted to the definition of addiction. So I'm not just going to get in. I'm not going to get into that here. I'll do that in another one. I'm going to quote a guy called Gabor Mate, who I'm a huge fan of. And I have quoted it before, but I've never really discussed it in detail. But back to dieting. And dieting, lads, it's a funny word. I mean, your, your diet is just what you eat. People hear diet and they think weight loss. But you might be, like a, a bodybuilder has a diet, uh, an Olympian has a diet, a strongman has a diet. Eddie Hall, a world famous strongman, at one point was he packing in, I don't know, 15,000 calories a day, something like that. That was his diet, that was the diet that he was on. As much food as you'd eat in a week, you know, <laughs> every 15 minutes basically. Okay, that was a diet. So that's what I'm talking about here, I'm not looking to... Uh, I'm not looking to lose weight. I'm looking to lose body fat. I'm looking to reduce the amount of body fat that I have. But that's not the same as as losing as as losing weight. You can lose body fat and gain weight at the same time. So you can be leaner than you are now, but way more than you are now. But again, I'm fucking going down a different tangent than I want to. What I want to talk to is a, what I want to talk about is the difference between a sugar addiction and a sweet tooth. And I want to inject fad diets into here. So let me start over if I may. Apologies. I'm thinking about doing a fad diet. Now I've very briefly touched on this I think with both David Nolan and Bernard Smith, past guests and friend of the show. And they both have an issue with fad diets as most people do. Fad diets, it's even in the term, like a fad diet. I'm not sure the definition of fad, but bear with us two secs. Okay, so I have my uh, definition here. A fad diet is a diet that is popular for a time, similar to fads in fashion, without being a standard dietary recommendation and often promising unreasonable fast weight loss or nonsensical health improvements. Okay, that's literally what I'm talking about, a fad diet. An objectively bad thing. Okay, but... The reason that I'm going to indulge in one is because I think there's there's method to the madness here because I, myself and Bernard definitely touched on this. I'm not sure if myself and Dave did, but Bernard is surprised, as most people are, with the phenomenon that if you tell a fat person who wants to lose weight that what they have to do is reduce the amount of calories that they eat, not by a massive amount, but certainly have to reduce it down and they have to increase the amount of exercise they do. Now, that's not, you know, getting into triathlons. That's just walking a little bit. Okay, so you you reduce the amount of calories coming in and you burn more calories on a daily basis. And that's, generally speaking, the way for anybody to, to lose weight gradually over time. But no one wants to do that. And nobody does do it. Not nobody does that, but very few people are capable of doing that. But with fad diets, on the other hand, you tell somebody to restrict their calorie intake a little bit and go out for the odd walk, and they say, no, can't do it. You tell them to do nothing but eat broccoli for the next three weeks, and they'll fucking do it because there's something there's something to the extremeness of it. There's something to say, yeah, I'm doing this thing, and it's fucking deadly, and it's hardcore, and watch me fucking go, pal. But the downside of that is it's not 
it's not sustainable. You're not going to do that for any length of time. You might do it for the week or the two weeks, but you're not going to do it for the rest of your life. And you certainly fucking shouldn't do something like that for the rest of your life. But it has utility because it it knocks you off your your current course. Okay, I spoke about firebreakers in relation to forest fires before, and I think I made this analogy again, or at least if I didn't, that's what I was striving to do. I'm going to do it here anyway. A firebreak in a forest fire. Forest fire is ravaging, it's racing from east to west across a huge big fire. But let's say there's a river, which will be a natural firebreak, running through the middle of that forest. Once this forest fire gets to that river... It's stopped. It's halted by the river. It can't set fire to the moving water. And it does. And it, it stalls the progression of the fire, if nothing else. It mightn't stop it, but it'll certainly stall it. And that's what I'm trying to do here. So I'm going to use fad diets as firebreakers. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to do something extreme. Like I'm going to completely give up carbohydrates, for example, which is, which is all sugars. I'm going to give up bread. I'm going to give up pasta. I'm going to give up everything. I'm going to give up sweets, chocolate, all that stuff. Okay. And basically going to be on what's called a ketogenic diet. Now I've done this before, but I didn't have the same mindset that I do now. I was just trying it out the last time, but what I'm going to do now is I'm going to intentionally use it as a fad diet. I'm going to intentionally do it to, as a fire break because I'll do this extreme thing. If I just say, do you know what, Frano, just cut down on your fucking chocolate intake and don't be such a fat mess. If I say that to myself, I won't do it. I know I won't do it because I say that to myself all the fucking time and I never do it. So what I'm going to try and do here is use the ketogenic diet, which is basically just a fat-based diet. Okay, there are, Again, just to recap slightly, there are two fuels that the human body can use for energy, fat and sugar. That's it. That's my understanding of it, at least. Now, there might be there might be something in there that I'm missing, but there's not a lot, okay? 99% of where our energy comes from is either through fat, which is generally found in, in meats and nuts and dairy products and all that jazz, and then in sugars, which are found in anything that you think that is sugary or sweet. So chocolate, sweets, and anything that's sweet, basically, is sugar. But carbohydrates are also sugar. So anything like bread or pasta... Uh, cereals, grains, anything like that, that all, your body turns that into sugar, okay, so there's fat and the sugar, now sugar is broken into two categories, basically good ones and bad ones, uh, complex and simple, so simple sugars are sweets and chocolate, complex ones are breads, anything that's made out of cereals, like grains or pasta or any of that stuff, but anyway, what I'm planning on doing is cutting out all the sugar, so all the bread, all the pasta, all the cereal, all that stuff, and all the chocolate and sweets and different things like that. It's an extreme thing to do, but I'm going to do it for, I don't know, a fortnight. It's not that fucking long a time, okay? And I can eat loads of fatty foods, which is great. I'm not I'm not restricting myself. I could end up eating way too many calories on this fat-only diet, but that doesn't matter because it's only for two weeks, so it's not going to make that much of a difference. And the real purpose of this is for it to be a fire break. It's to just knock me off course, okay? I'm on fucking sugar highway and I want to be fucking nudged off it onto a back road for a while. So when I come back out onto it, I don't have... I'm not as addicted to the sugar as I once was because you'll notice this yourself if you give up coffee for a week and then have a cup of coffee your fucking heart will be pounding you give up weed for a week and have a wind of a joint you'll be ripped out of your head don't drink for a month and then have what you'd usually have in the evening you'll be bananas these are just 
it's just the way of, it's just the way these things work. And what I'm hoping will happen here is I'd essentially hijack the machinery. Because we human beings have this thing. We love this fad diet thing. We love doing extreme things. We love doing things that aren't all that sustainable. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. Don't ask me anything about it. I don't know. I just know that it exists. And what I'm going to do now is an attempt to hijack that process. Is to intentionally incorporate something which is generally seen as negative the fad diet but by understanding it utilize it or at least try that's the fucking plan i don't know if it's going to work or not but sure we'll fucking give it a lash oh uh arc locust also said that the fox knows many things but the hedgehog knows one big thing not entirely sure what that means but i said i'd leave it at that at the end and on that note i'll chat you soon <laughs>